0: So this morning, we're looking at giving thanks. Giving thanks. Imagine that. Why is is being thankful difficult? You know, and that's that's one of the first things we're going to look at this morning. But let us read in Psalm 116, verse 12. It says, What shall I render unto the Lord for all of his benefits towards me? So what is it that I can give to God for all of the blessings that he has given to me? And then in Psalm 103, I want to read from the Message Bible. It's verses 1 through 5. It says, O my soul, bless God. From head to toe, I'll bless his holy name. O my soul, bless God. Don't forget a single blessing. He forgives your sins, everyone. He heals your diseases, every one. He redeems you from hell. He saves your life. He crowns you with love and mercy. It's a paradise crown. He wraps you in goodness, beauty eternal. He renews your youth. You're always young in his presence. Hmm. So as we look at these things and we we begin to say and uh, uh, I, I, I asked the question, why is it, how is it is that we find it difficult to be thankful? Now, we live in a, we can blame, okay, we'll, we'll start with blaming. We can blame our negative culture, we can blame our, our news media, we can blame our negative environment, we can, believe, we can blame people around us and all those things in our society, But what makes people negative? What makes them pessimistic about themselves, about their families, about their jobs, about their school? What makes people pessimistic? And the answer is, we often focus on what's missing. We often focus on what's missing from our lives. If you think about why we're pessimistic, we often think about it in the context of what we don't have, what we lack. If I only had, if, it were only, if I got this break, so we're looking for, we find something that's missing. You think about this, how can you complete any project whenever all that you see are things that you don't have? You know, I would do this, but I don't have this. Anybody ever do that? I would complete this project. Anybody a project person who don't get things done? (laughs) And why is it that we have projects that we don't get done? (laughs) We don't have time. We're missing time. (laughs) We're missing this. We're missing help. We're missing all these things. So we don't get things done because we come up short. And we come up short because of something's missing. If I just had the time. How about this one? I will get, for all of you who are still in school, I will get 100% on every test. What's your first thought? <laughs> Something's missing, right? Uh, the answers. Or I'm not, you know, I don't. Have, it's my teacher's fault or whatever. How about this one? I will have a great day at work. What's your first thought? You don't know the people I work with. Huh? What's missing? Well, if I just had more positive people, how about my home life is the best home life you could ever dream of? And your first thought is, you don't know my husband. (laughs) You don't know my wife. You don't know my kids. (laughs) Or you don't know my parents. What are we looking at? We're looking at what is missing. So we we have learned to cancel out hopes, and dreams, we've we've learned to cancel out the good things in our life, and we write it off because of what's missing. And whenever we do this, it gives ourselves permission to be negative. It gives ourselves permission to cancel out good, and to cancel out the optimal um, blessing that could come into our life. I would do this, but you don't know what's missing. So David in the psalm here says, in Psalm 103, he says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. That's the King James Version. The Message Bible says, O my soul, bless God from head to toe. (laughs) So from my head, from the top of my head, the hairs of my head. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) from the hairs of my head to the tips of my toes, I am to bless God. I am to bless God. I will bless His holy name. Oh, my soul, bless God, and don't forget a single blessing. See, blessings are defined, the word blessing can be defined as that which we would bend a knee to. You know, in the royal court days, When the king would bestow a blessing on someone, the people would bend a knee. So when the king would bless individuals, they would bow and be on a knee to receive. Well, whenever we think of... How would you know I needed this? (laughs) You could... Your little birdie told you. Thank you. I was uh, getting smoked up here. (laughs) So... Whenever we receive a blessing, it is, it is that which we are to bend a knee to. It's like we are receiving something royally into our life. God is blessing us in many different ways, and, and he is touching our lives in many different ways. And so every good and perfect thing is a gift in our life from God. God blesses his people... God blesses His people when He bestows on them gifts, whether they be temporal or whether they be spiritual. God blesses us when He gives these things to us, and we bless God when we thank Him for His blessings that He has put in our lives. So God blesses us by giving us things, and we bless God by being thankful for them. The trouble is, we have too many things that are missing and we start focusing on what we don't have and we don't give God blessings or thanksgiving for what He does give us. James 1, 17 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. It comes down from your Father. Every gift, every perfect gift comes to us from God. And uh, the Message Bible says, So my dear friends... Don't get thrown off course. Every desirable and beneficial gift comes out of heaven. Every desirable and beneficial gift has been given to us from heaven. The gifts are rivers of light cascading down from the Father of light. So these blessings, as it were, are just like light shining upon our lives. And just as the sun shines upon our lives and warms us up, so too the blessings of God cascade down into our lives, and they're all around us. And there is nothing deceitful in God. So when God gives us something, it isn't because he wants something back out of our lives. God wants to give us something so that we can find fullness in our lives. So there's nothing deceitful about God. God is not two-faced. He's not fickle. Oh, I gave you something, you don't like it, I'm taking it back. I'm taking my toys and going home. (laughs) He brought us to life by using his word. His word speaks to us and, and, and instills in us the truth. And the truth becomes our stability. You build your life upon truth, upon the rock, upon foundations that are based on God's word. And these are principles that we can live with in this life and in the life to come. So, let's be clear. Everything is worthy of thanksgiving. Okay? You ready for this? Everything is worthy of thanksgiving. Everybody say that. Everything is worthy of thanksgiving. Say it again. Everything is worthy of thanksgiving. Now, do you believe it? <laughs> That's a real challenging statement is the smoke worthy of tra- Thanksgiving <laughs> you know the answer is while well, the turkey's coming <laughs> so maybe whenever we get to the turkey and it's all carved and we're eating it we'll say well that was worth it you know so in, everything is worthy of Thanksgiving 1st Thessalonians 5:18 in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Our first thought is, something is missing. There are things that are not worthy of thanksgiving. There are things that have happened in our lives and events that have transpired that have come up short in our our idea of being thankful. And we say that something is missing. But stop for a moment and we look at this verse and and we want to find, well, what is the clear intent of this this verse of God being the declaration and everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. In searching for God, the difficulty for this is the will of God is in Christ Jesus. It isn't what is missing, it's who is present that I am thankful for. In everything give thanks, everything give thanks for what reason? For this is the will of God in Christ, who is present here in my life. Jesus Christ is present in me, and therefore, when Christ is in me, and Christ is in us, nothing is missing. (laughs) That's the content of this verse. Nothing is missing. Nothing is missing. Now, we often, you know, we make, we make a lot of good excuses. I mean, I make some really good ones sometimes. Don't ask Rhonda what they are, but you can ask her. No, at hand. But it's, it's not what we have, and it's not what's missing. But it is who is present. Who is present in my life? And when God is present in my life, I have that his grace, his mercy is sufficient for me. That when God is present, so I am giving thanks for God being present in my life as I go through all things. And God in my life, I am grateful for because his grace, his mercy, his forgiveness, his love, his strength, his power, his um, compassion, None of those things are lacking because God is with me. God is with me. Jesus is my way. He is my truth. He is is my very present help in time of trouble. You see, God is with me. So in Christ, nothing is missing. God is not the author of all things, but he cannot and will not be separated from you in anything. So whenever I am being grateful, I am being grateful that God is with me because in my difficulty I have hope, I have peace, I have the strength that there is life and there is purpose beyond what I see. God is with me. This is a, it's a practical optimism that is based upon a divine revelation. A practical optimism based upon a divine revelation. And the divine revelation is what we said in Psalm 103, verses 3 and 4 and 5. He forgives your sins, every one of them. He heals your diseases, every one of them. He redeems you from hell. He saves your life. He crowns you with love and mercy. It is a paradise crown. He wraps you in goodness. It's a beauty that is eternal. He renews your youth. You're always young in his presence. In, everything, in Christ's presence, I am to be giving thanks no matter what things I find myself in. Because I am looking at the God who created the universe and he is in my life and he is touching my life. So thanksgiving is a very practical optimism. A practical optimism based on a relationship with Jesus Christ. In everything, give thanks. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. You ready? What are you thankful for? You don't have to answer it. Oh, you can. Okay, go ahead. What are you thankful for? Raise, raise your hand. Yeah. But she's got your hand, she's going like this. Yeah, she's going like this. I said, What are you thankful for? She grabs a hand, puts it up, you know, got I got mom here. Yeah. What are you thankful for? Life. Knowledge? Wisdom. What are you grateful for? Peace of mind? Relationship? Health. God's presence, Jesus. You see, it is a a practical wisdom, a practical application that something is not missing, someone is present. (laughs) Think about that. Something is not missing, someone is present. And who is the someone who is present? It is God. God is with me. He will never leave me nor forsake me. You see, one of the, one of the things is that our attitudes, uh, our attitude doesn't change unless we change it. You see, um, let's see here. Who believes I'll give them a $5 bill? <laughs> <laughs> See, I got. I do this all the time. I mean, they knew to come. Okay. Now, is this is, is this all you need? It's all I need. It's all you need. Thank you very much because I wasn't giving any more. <laughs> all right. So here you go. Five bucks. You got that? Yep. You got it. Can can, can you take it? Can can you really take it? No, because you have a hold of it. I have a hold of it. Well, if I had to go, okay, takes. All right. Now, just because I gave him five bucks doesn't mean his attitude changed because no matter how much i give him he still has the same attitude your attitude doesn't change because you get more (laughs) because no matter how much you get if you don't change what's in your heart and in your mind nothing changes you just got the same old stuff you always had with just five bucks more Yeah, he got $5 more, but he got the same attitude he had when he walked up. He may be a little happier he got five bucks, but you know, thank you very much. (laughs) Give him my money back. No. (laughs) So the idea is that, you know, I said earlier, like for for students, you know, I'm going to get 100% on my tests, Okay, I'm going to get 100% on all my tests. You know, I used to, I used to um, well, my wife could get 100% on every test, not this guy. Okay, but, you know, I used to think, well, I'm just not smart enough. I don't have the IQ that somebody else has. Anybody ever say that to yourself? Okay, so I'm the only one who would think that way. Okay, I don't have an IQ, but I was reading, and I found this little tidbit of information. Intelligence is mostly learned. Your IQ accounts for only 10% of your success. At the very most, it counts for 10%. So it isn't how smart you are. It's not your IQ. It's your learned intelligence. And do you know that if we don't learn... To be thankful, we never change. I mean, you think about this. This is a a very practical optimism is that if you don't change, if I don't change who I am in my attitude about what is missing in my life and what I have in my life and what I am thankful for. You see, if I am not grateful for what I have, no matter how much I get, I will not be grateful for it. How many times have we thought, if I can just have more, I'll be different? Not going to happen. I mean, you read, you read about the people who've won the big lotteries. You know, we always, that's our big thing. If I could just, you know, a lot of people say, if I could just win the lottery, I'd be totally different. People who have won the big lotteries, I think it's 85, 95% of them are bankrupt in five years. Why? Because it doesn't, how much, doesn't matter how much you get, if your attitude doesn't change, you don't change. And you will just get more and put yourself further in debt or whatever because you don't have a change of attitude. And God says, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. If you're not thankful for what you've got, you'll never be thankful for what you get. So being grateful is a foundational principle of being a different person. <laughs> and how, do, how does that happen? It begins by not looking for what is missing. Do you know why people are critical? You know, gossipers. people who gossip and put down other people. When people are critical of other people, what are they talking about? They're generally talking about what is missing in their life and what somebody else has in their life, and they're going to run them down for it. You think about gossip, you think about tearing people apart, you think about what it's based upon what? It's based upon people looking at what's missing and then using it against them as if it's some type of privilege we have. You see, God has specific purpose. God has a specific purpose for your life and it will never be realized when all we do is declare what is missing. Attitude is defined as a positive assumption for a specific purpose. A positive assumption. I am assuming something good about something in my life. Okay? I am assuming I have a positive assumption. Okay, so we know what an assumption is. How many know what an assumption is? How many don't care what an assumption is? I'm assuming that you'll want to know this. (laughs) That's an assumption. It's I mean it's an expectation. So it's a positive assumption for a specific purpose. Okay, a positive assumption. Everybody say positive assumption, a positive assumption. for a specific purpose. <laughs> I, I, I want to say that. I know it's a long sentence, but I'm 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 counting on your IQ here. <laughs> okay, a positive assumption. For a specific purpose. So I am going to be positive. I am going to be positive. About my life. You're not following me. (laughs) Are you texting somebody? No, I'm just kidding. I shouldn't pick on, she's new today and I'm picking on her already. Oh my gosh. Please forgive me. I do. This is my normal, okay? Those boys are in the back, and they're not up here today to be picked on. I'm sorry, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Really, yeah. I really am. I shouldn't pick on them. What's that? Yeah, guys, you've got to get up here to be picked on, you know? Just don't sit back there. All right. <laughs> but the idea is that we have a positive assumption about a specific purpose. Being positive about your life means you're not looking for what is missing. You're looking for what you've got. Hmm. You're looking at what you have. Do you know you need to be the boss of your brain? (laughs) I am. We're going to do this really good. Got lots of kids in here. I am the boss of my brain. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, I'm the boss of my brain. Yeah. Of my brain. <laughs> you, you ready? You got to do, do it with em, 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 emphasis here. I am, the boss of my brain. I am the boss of my brain. Thank you. Come on up here. Teach these people how to do it. There we go. Right here. You ready? Turn around. Ready? I am the boss of my brain. I am the boss of my brain. That's it. Thank you. (laughs) So what does that mean? I'm the boss of my brain. What does it mean? I'm going to guard my mind and my thoughts. The Bible says, guard your hearts and your minds. Guard them. Garrison. Build a fortress around them. Because what you think, you are. What you think, you are. And if you don't change the way you think, you'll never change who you are. That's why the Bible says to guard your hearts and minds. This isn't, this isn't about, you know, they're, they're, you know, people say, well, this is about positive thinking. It is positive thinking. Because in everything give thanks, it is a practical optimism based upon a divine revelation. And the divine revelation is in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning me. Jesus Christ is with me in all things, therefore, I am grateful for his presence to give me the strength to go through all things. A divine revelation that has a practical optimism. I am the boss of my brain, (laughs) I will guard my thoughts. I will guard my thinking. Say amen. Say let's go eat. Yes. (laughs) I like this little quote. It says, it's the ability to think about what you think about. (laughs) We all have the ability to think about what we think about. It's not instinct. It's not hereditary. It's not like the birds flying south in the, in the, in the, in the, in the wintertime, in the fall. It's not about the migration of animals and the penguins and all that in the Antarctic. It is about you and I having the ability to think about what we're thinking about and making a practical decision about what we do. So, we have to see with new eyes, to have a clear perspective, a clear intent to our vision. What do you want from your attitude? And you know, this is, this is the foundation of thanksgiving. What do you want from your attitude? What do you want from your attitude? Where is your attitude? Where is my attitude supposed to take me? <laughs> Where is your attitude supposed to take you? If you continue taking the attitude that you have right now, where are you going to end up? What is going to happen to your life if you continue the same attitude? You're not going to change, and it generally generally deteriorates. But if you have a positive attitude, it is that which continues to build. Build upon precept upon precept. And you can't be looking for what is missing. You're looking for what God has given you. You're looking for the opportunities that lie around you. So what do I want? Why do I want it? Why do I want to have a positive attitude? Everything always goes wrong, anyhow. You know, I, met, I had a guy once that I, was, uh, I counseled, and he, uh, he, you know, he was the most negative person I've ever met. The most, the most negative person I've ever met in my life. And I asked him, I says, don't you get tired of being negative? He said, well, I tried being positive once and it didn't work. (laughs) That's what he said. It didn't work. How many took a bath in the last week? (laughs) I'm really worried about this one. (laughs) Let me ask you again, now how many, maybe you didn't hear the question, how many had a bath in the last week? Okay, those of you who are sitting by someone who didn't raise your hand, now you know, it wasn't smoke that you smelt. How about a shower? A bath, a shower, washed off, soap, water, you know, that, okay. Why did you take a bath or shower in the last week? (laughs) <laughs> what's that Ken what'd you say wife told me I had to. your wife told you you had to all right all right now the, we talk about renewing our mind why do you need to renew your mind you know just just like a bath you got to take it every day You've got to renew your mind, you've got to look for what you have, you've got to look at what life offers us, and not what is missing, but what is, what is the blessing of your life. And we have to do it every day, just like taking a bath. Well, bathing doesn't work, why? Well, I just took one yesterday, you know, why do I need to take one today? Well, why do we need to think positively today? I thought positively yesterday, and I don't feel that good today. How many days do we need to do it? Every single day. Renew our mind. All right. When we focus on what's missing, we end up not being able to build anything. Being negative, being ungrateful... Blaming the missing, blaming whatever, parents, school, self, attitude, luck, takes the responsibility out of our hands and we end up saying, it's not my fault. (laughs) Optimism can be learned. We are grateful to God. Grateful to God is an attitude and it is a belief. Optimism is a belief that moves me to action to take an initiative. And the initiative lies within us now to begin to see God in our life and God's hand in our life because God is with me. Now, he is with me now. And what does he want me to know? God wants me to learn that he will never leave me nor forsake me. God wants me to know that in everything I am giving thanks because God is with me in the everything. And in the everything I have strength because He forgives me of every sin. He heals me of every disease. He redeems our life from hell. He crowns us with love and mercy. He wraps us in goodness. He renews our youth. You see, when we choose not to focus on what is missing from our lives, but being grateful for the abundance of what is present, we experience heaven on earth. (laughs) Where are you right now on the thankful factor scale? (laughs) Are you more thankful than you can handle? (laughs) Or are you barely alive? (laughs) We live in times that are often difficult We live in times that change. We live in times that maybe are anxious and life is fragile. But thankfulness and gratitude, they go hand in hand. We are not grateful because we are happy. We are happy because we're grateful. We are not grateful because we are happy. We are happy because we are grateful. So we are to take, this is my challenge for us, to take five minutes a day to practice being grateful. Look around and remember how much you have to be thankful for. Freedom. For your faith. For friendship. For family. And don't dismiss one item from it. Your world will begin to see that which is beautiful and what is being blessed. Be the boss of your mind. Find ways to remind yourself just how fortunate you are. Remember, whatever good things we build, whatever good things we build end up building us. If you go to work on your gratitude, your gratitude will go to work on you. If your life will never be your life will never be built by what is missing. It can only be built by what you have. And what you have if used correctly will build what is missing in your life. It is an optim- it is an opportunity to be the person that God created us to be. It is an opportunity to find the best in us and bring out the best in others. Because when we appreciate what other people do, we find a relationship existing that is not based upon what I can get out of them, but what I can give to them. And we were all meant... To be givers. To be givers. Greater love hath no man than this, than he laid down his life for a friend. Love one another. For God so loved the world, he gave. We were meant to be givers. And in the giving, we find the blessing and the ability to receive. Shall we stand? <laughs> I want to announce that it is clear as clear can be thanks to Scout and Fire Hall. <laughs> they, brought, they brought the exhaust thing downstairs, so it's perfect. Oh, but we're still the The it. fire hall had to come. No, they didn't. So <laughs> Oh, okay. But, but just um, fellowship for a few minutes. Brad, want to come up and sing a song? All right. So, as we as we look at this attitude of being grateful. I, I, mean, I was going you can be seated now that we know we have a few minutes. Okay, sit down.
1: Preach some more. Pastor
0: Stinson said just go No steward later today. Oh, okay. Ah, so you're all we're all off the hook. Okay. All right. Here I, here I got I brought a few other things to go with this. Have a cheery attitude, and it will change those around you. How do you change people around you? Change you. Be grateful for the relationships you have, and you will find your relationships growing. You will learn that there are some people that are just really ungrateful individuals, and you don't want to be with them. You don't want to be with them, because... It's easier. Well, I'm glad you came here, Tabby. Come over here for me. Right here. You can be right there. Okay. All right, now you, you can step down if you would. Okay. Do you know it's harder for me to pull her up than it is for her to pull me down? Attitudes are like that. If you're always trying to lift somebody up, it's a very difficult pull. But they find it very easy to pull you down. That's why it's important that you choose the attitudes that you want to have in life and in your friends and those around you. Change your attitude, you change your surroundings. Thank you. (laughs) Also, this this season, I want you to send gratitude cards. (laughs) What are gratitude cards? You know, at the end of the card, you send Christmas cards, Thanksgiving cards, birthday cards, whatever, whatever. But instead of signing your name, sign, give something about that person that you appreciate. What is there about that person that you like? Don't tell them what you don't like. Tell them what you like, <laughs> because you be saying, it, it's not what's missing, it's what's there. OK? So whenever you're with your friends, don't get caught up in talking about people. And what's missing from your life, and they got, and you're, and you're, you don't like them, and you know, and you got an attitude. Forget the attitude. Forget. Be a person of integrity and of love, and have a thanksgiving attitude, because it'll change you. So write something on the card about the individual. Showing gratitude will increase your happiness by 25%. I didn't know that one. Showing gratitude will increase your happiness by 25%. Another one is you can't hit a target you can't see. See yourself as a happy person. What type of person would you be if you were a happy, thankful person? And everything you had was already there. It's not what's missing in your life. It's about being thankful for what you have. There's one other one I want to read. You will never be built, I, I read this before, you will never be built by what is missing. You will never build things in your life by what is missing. It can only be built by what you have. What you have, if used correctly, will build what is missing in your life. If you don't, if you're not grateful for what you have, you'll never use it properly. See, this is why God is telling us to be thankful. Why we are to exercise and, and, and be the boss of our minds. <laughs> how we think about ourselves. You can't, I can't control what other people think. I can only control how I respond. Be thankful for who you are and what God has given you. These are the blessings of thanksgiving.